0: Hi, I'm Tickle Motherfucking Toes, and I'm the president of the Candy Muse fan club. Blab-de-sharp, blab-de-sharp.
1: And I'm Jamal.
0: And welcome to Black Toes, <laughs> the Blacky Black podcast, where we recap RuPaul's track Race. We have taken a flight from the lovely, lovely United States, darling, and we, where our president fell down the stairs three times. And we Watch are out. over... Kamala and-
1: Harris was fully in the back on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: It's my time to shine. (laughs) The beads have been... She threw the beads down them stairs like showgirls, bitch. Which means the Simpsons prophecy might come true. Mm -hmm. Where where, uh, we had a female president who inherited a terrible budget from uh, President Trump. So, wow. Love that our uh, greatest fortune telling is coming from the Simpsons. Um, How are you, darling? It's been such a long time since we've spoken.
1: I'm all right. Ain't nobody trying to... um... (laughs) I know I'm trying to um go over this mess.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I wish you all could. I, in addition to being the president of the Candy Muse Fan Club, I am the president of the support group that Jamal needed to attend based on tonight's decision. So let's get into what is the tea for the grand finale for <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Yeah, you can. So,
1: so the girls. Last week, oh uh, yeah, last week. I can I can do the beginner. <laughs> um so we are here finally at the final four and i want to point out real quick that drag race uk is fully on episode nine or ten and we are at the finale (laughs) whereas drag race us is fully on episode 11 and there is no finale in sight um so (laughs) shout out to keeping it succinct exactly right so (laughs) we're in the final four and we after weeks and weeks of battling um and a full-on pandemic uh we have reached the top four our final contestants are taste ellie lordance cheney and bimini (laughs) bamboulash right
0: but as eliza Doolittle
1: right so was this the final four or the finale that you envisioned when the show kicked off
0: absolutely the not
1: that you thought were going to be here who did you absolutely think was gonna not be
0: here? so you know one, i don't really cast a ton of judgments from off the break because you just never know what's going to happen so if i were to base off of where we were like episode three i fully expected lawrence cheney to be in the top i mm-hmm. did expect taste to be up there would not have counted bimini in that group would not have counted ellie diamond i also was um i also saw space for veronica green too mm-hmm. those are the girls i saw really giving it to us as a, as a top three nevertheless i always do love a good surprise when it comes to drag race when um the top four is not who i expected because that's why i come to watch the show i come to see the girls show what they can do and it's not fun when it's predictable i mean even with season eight of drag race we knew bob was going to win and bob was going to top but you didn't suspect that uh, Naomi Smalls and Chichi the Devane was going to be in your top four Mm -hmm. what about you
1: yeah I mean I I, well put a pin in we don't like it when things happen as we expected Um, but (laughs) I knew that Lawrence was going to be there because Lawrence was doing well and Mm -hmm. production was behind her
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I knew that Taste was going to be there I did not know that Taste was going to be there having lip sync four times yes um (laughs) you could not have told me that um
0: fully didn't expect her to stumble the way that she had on the way up there
1: yeah um i was counting ellie out towards the middle of the competition Mm -hmm. and i don't know where i placed bimini at that moment um although she (laughs) was definitely a favorite she was stumbling out the gate so i didn't know where i expected her to land she was always kind of a wild card Mm -hmm. um so yeah and in terms of the girls that are gone um
2: i I don't know it was
1: pretty unpredictable because i didn't know who would comply who would make it to the finale in terms of the girls that were here this season
0: like you never could have you never would have guessed that Tia Coffee would send home a Stina Mandela Mm
2: -hmm. or
0: (laughs) that Ahura would, because I mean, while Ahura was not the most exciting thing in the world, Miss thing is beautiful and she did serve us some fashions on the runway. So, you know, this has been, or you didn't suspect that Miss Jenny Lemon was going to just walk off of the damn show.
1: Well, yeah, I knew Jenny wouldn't make it to the finale though.
0: Well, she wasn't making nobody's damn finale, but they were gonna. We said this. We said this in the episode when they had to make outfits together as a team mm-hmm. that they were gonna push Jimmy, Jenny along as long as they could. So her, they, she really fucked production up when she said she was just gonna head into the house because they was ready to send sister home that week in her 800th mummy costume that we've seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right,
1: right, right, right. So either so, way,
0: yes, I love that the girls have served us some variety. We live for um, we lived for some, some unpredictable because the girls have also been there for a smooth 12 years now.
1: Yeah. So the girls come back after um, Tace and Ellie were both saved in the lip sync. Everybody mm-hmm. is happy that they've made it to the finale. What? Um,
0: but... so I wrote the exact same note because I said side eye to Holland.
1: Right. Everybody is happy that they made it to the finale. Um, the... Lawrence, um, Lawrence and Ellie have a moment because Lawrence is like, oh, girl, even though you tried it with me, I'm happy right. that you're here. Um, and Ellie, you know uh they mend their broken fence and Allie points out that Lawrence was the first drag queen that she ever messaged or reached out to so that was kind of sweet um to kind of have that full circle moment um of your mm-hmm. inspiration or you know what I mean um being here in the final four you making it there now, um
0: what I think <laughs> Lawrence is Lawrence's low-key man that she's there.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> it must be interesting to see uh, someone who is has been a rookie um, in your hometown um, in the On same that position ass. as you are. Right. Pretty right. much. So, but you know, we know that Ellie is the, um, the boy wonder, right? She's the progeny yes. who can do Prodigy. it all. Right. <laughs> um, So, yeah, everybody's happy. RuPaul comes in the next day Uh and announces, hey, girls, you're in the final four. The final challenge is that you, of course, in the traditional drag race, are going to remix one of my tracks. Um, (laughs) And you have to write your own verse and get some Mm -hmm. choreography and me and Michelle are going to talk to you guys individually so you can get your last bit of storyline out and that is the that is the
0: challenge so that's the challenge so one thing I want to note is that RuPaul always gives the, the international girls her 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 tracks are already kind of like you have a couple of bops and you have a couple of just this is just not fierce and she always 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 gives the good girls the tired ass tracks so she gave the girls uh in uk series 2 a little bit of love which is not one of my favorite songs but you know it is what it is the girls begin writing their verses and immediately this is some of the things that, the things that i'm not loving and this is about lauren chaney and why i'm feeling like they're tapering her because one thing you do need to do is if you're going to make you need to start building a storyline around your winner, and this is what happened with remedy. Violet. Cho- is this
1: a is this a bitch track?
0: Yeah. Wait, so this is the same thing they needed to do with um, with Violet Chotsky where they turned down the heat on her because she was a bitch her entire season. So it feels like they're turning it up with Lawrence because, as you were saying, as you were um, uh, alluding to, Lawrence is coming for Ellie's. Lyrics, you know, is this a bitch track or is this supposed to be a celebration track? And immediately, I'm like, I think everyone should just mind their fucking business and stop trying to put. <laughs> I'm serious because because now what it's officially fully coming off of is they've been spending all of this time trying to um control Ellie and tell Ellie what she should and shouldn't I do because she's younger than <laughs> all of them, not by much more because a fucking Lawrence Cheney's only
1: 23. I was about to say, and Ellie's 21. That,
0: oh yeah. Well, you know, Lawrence act like she's 37. So (laughs) immediately I'm kind of over it. But the girls are she needs to focus on that Sonic the Hedgehog ass haircut she got going on. Mm. But the girls are writing their lyrics and getting prepared for um a tired ass track. Uh and Lawrence is also struggling to write her lyrics. So we get into uh the What's the T podcast moments. Jamal, have you ever heard the formal interviews for these podcasts? No, because they don't exist.
1: (laughs) They do not fucking exist.
0: We see the return of the tic tac brunch, and also, these you see Michelle is sitting at the kitty table chair off to the side, <laughs> like mm. she's not even fucking there. <laughs> so, our first interview first of all, let's get into Taste's outfit. It's absolutely fabulous, fabulous. She's wearing this leather, green, and black look. The moto jacket is fierce, there is studs and chains. She looks, she's giving me everything. Uh, you can immediately tell, immediately tell, with Rue's uh, body language to Miss Taste that she is not featuring her. She really only has her in this top four because production said you had to have someone entertaining in the final lip sync, and we discovered that her dad was a bassist in Wham. Which everyone keeps going, why, Michelle,
1: ruin Michelle. Why? Pay no attention to.
0: It's like, oh, that's nice. All right, so anyway, how are you packing those Samsonite back? Uh-huh. He said, have you packed your bags yet? Because the van's going to be here at 9, and you get about 30 minutes before we have to send you home. Um, Ellie Diamond comes on and uh, talks about her trademark Ellie Diamond 8 Count, girl, uh, which is which is essentially the tried and true to Mon, Kennedy Davenport. Uh, even, every uh, drag queen uh, in the history yeah, of drag. Every drag, drag queen in her history. RuPaul said, girl, I am the smooth 700 years old, and I've seen that move every day of my life mm-hmm. but go off. So, uh, we need to uh, obviously get them some internet over in Dundee so they can, uh, or teach a couple more bitches out of Buck and Twirl. Lawrence, uh, the hedgehog, comes out uh, and she talks about how she is not about to leave Glasgow and that's where she wants to be based. So we are also getting the story of um, Scottish pride in this mm-hmm. win, mm-hmm. which we're also getting over on the uh, stateside as well, because we do see Rosé, who is also Scottish. Uh, really right right really paying homage to her Scottish roots uh shout out also to Morgan McMichaels who is also nice and Scottish Mm -hmm. now where we get the most meat out of our podcast moment is with Miss Bimini Boppity Boo. Bimini talks about um being reassured during her break exactly what I said she was doing she took the break time she realized that some of her shit was not quite up to par And she fixed it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um she does talk about how um this moment that they're this where they're recording the podcast falls on the same day where she lost a a really really good friend so she is almost uh it's almost like i'm doing this for her in Mm -hmm. a way which was some foreshadowing and we'll talk about why that's foreshadowing later and then last year she talks about wanting to be a journalist before which i think is of that i would have never guessed thats where what she wanted to do previously really not of any like not because of any preconceived notions most mostly of like um intelligence i think she's very intelligent i would say that i would have never have guessed that that's what she wanted it seems like she always just wanted to do the drag thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's always fascinating to hear people's past lives and what they wanted to do prior to what they do now what they love to do so Mm -hmm. we get the heartwarming moment again you clearly see RuPaul's body language for each girl change she's given taste nothing she's given Ellie a little bit she is fucking alive when she talks to Lawrence Chaney Mm -hmm. (laughs) she is very vibrant when she talks to Lawrence Chaney and she's also very vibrant when she talks to them so let's get into this choreo
1: Release the beast, Bimini. Bimini! I mean, so the choreo is always, you know, what it is. One person's going right. to struggle, which <laughs> is in this episode, Lawrence. Um, Shocker. <laughs> one person is going to do well, in this case, too. Taste and Bimini pretty much have it down because they're mm-hmm. dancers. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're dancers. They know how to pick up choreo, even if they can't um, pick it up exactly. At the yeah. moment, they know how to get into the groove and do it. Um, and then Ellie's there. Uh,
0: (laughs) were her little flat booty cheeks they put on the BBC? Uh,
1: yeah, they did at the top of the episode. I said, Oh, work,
0: yes, y'all could have kept this. We did not need to see this. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let
0: her have her booty out, girl. No,
1: (laughs) no, we are not gonna shame the girls for having flat booties.
0: We, I did never say we were shaming her body, I just said we did not need to see no butt cheeks on TV screen today.
1: Oh god. Um
0: that's only for Abby OMG. Goodbye. <laughs> so that's pretty much how um the that choreo is, training was. Yeah, right. that's I choreo. And say...
1: that shit else going on. Shit. They the the dances
0: were fine. The dances were fine. And the dance
1: instructor was fine.
0: Yes, he was very, very much so fine. Yeah, that's pretty much all that happened. I do appreciate that Ellie came in with a full storyline of what she wanted to do. Now there was a lot happening in that story line, but I appreciate that she came with something because we do see that Bimini is incorporating all of her flexibility and her floor, her uh, her floor show, wow floor, Lord floor show capabilities in her her individual choreography. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence is definitely on the struggle bus because she's not thinking of herself. She's not thinking of doing any of the moves as if Lawrence Cheney was doing it, which is the critique the girls are giving her. Do right. the shit like you would do it. Don't worry right. about trying to be a taste dancer. And right. then taste is eating the girls right on up. So the next day is coordination day, darling, and the girls are getting prepped and ready for the Nelly finale. I tell you, bitch, Nelly Furtado. The girls are getting we ready are for moving. the Nelly Furtado. The girls, are, the girls are getting ready for the Nelly, the Nelly Furtado. <laughs> yeah, like a bird <laughs> and he started talking about first impressions of one another Ellie talks about seeing Lois and being like oh it's another Scottish queen talks about seeing Bimini and being like oh bitch I saw that wig it needed a brush when you first walked in which I agree <laughs> with it, it did um, and then she talks about how when she saw Tastes come in, she saw that the competition was on. Mm-hmm. We also get the same moment out of Taste where Taste basically says, I've worked with all of you bitches before, except for, I, uh, for Ellie. And we get to sort of the reason that I appreciate Ellie's uh, participation on the show and her position is that this girl is very, very young, came in the room and was doing drag. Like drag is a lot of different things, but when you think of like classic drag and executing things beautifully... She she was hundred percent doing it, and I'm glad that they give her some sort of uh, points for that. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. given that we know that Miss Ellie is pretty under resourced. I yeah. mean, a lot of drag queens are, but like we 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 have gotten the tea on all of uh, the moments that she's been uh, that she's been pretty under resourced on the show. You know, we talked about this uh, earlier, so I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, so blah blah blah, Scotland might win. Blah 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 blah. The girls those. <laughs> blah 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 blah. That is dead ass. All it- here's the thing with the finales nothing matters until we get to the end. (laughs) Nothing matters until we get to the end. So, Jamal, let's talk about how awesome the performance was of A Little Bit of Love.
1: Girl, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's already been dragged on the internet. Baby. Including by Ellie Diamond. So, first of all, when I was watching, let me just take you through my experience. So, when the finale came on, right first of all the internet crashed because the finale full-on did not air for an hour right. um, which
0: is good because i was in a meeting so i wanted to watch it with you all anyway <laughs>
1: no which is terrible because i was trying to watch it on my lunch break and i full-on had to wait and then the girls at my job started calling me and i was like oh bitch y'all not gonna stop me from watching this finale in the middle of the day miss thing um so Finale comes on, and of course, I just fast forward to the performance because nothing else mm-hmm. fucking matters in the finale. Like, mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just get to the meat and potatoes, right? Um, and the performance starts, and I'm like, "Is my internet fucking up? Like, let me try. Okay, I got the all the bars are there. Um, what is going on? Because the yes. the music is not synced. The girls' lips are moving. I have mm-hmm. a problem telling if the girls are on beat with the song. Like if they are just off beat because you know they are melanin deficient, so, right, or right, right. if it is extra off beat. And then why is the sound so low? And then but RuPaul's mm-hmm. voice is so high. And it's just mm-hmm. like, what is going on? But anyway,
0: um, yeah, they've been the having was, a lot of sound engineer issues.
1: Yeah, the shit was in shambles. Um, so <laughs> in terms of people's verses i thought that bimini's verse was all right um which concerned me a bit because you know i have team bimini going into this finale and i was like girl we don't need no last minute missteps okay yep. we don't need no um not a hair out of place last you don't minute need to missteps to the, or you're right. getting outdone. um right we need you to come in here and do what i need you to do so her, her verse was all right um i felt like Her and Ellie both had the same problem where they were talking too fast for the verse. Um, Mm -hmm. and so it was slightly off beat. Um
0: But was that also like a sink? Was that a sink?
1: I think it was both syncing issue? I think it was both. I think it was both. Mm -hmm. Um Lawrence was cute, Lawrence did what Lawrence did. Um, and then Taste was the Energizer Bunny and Amazing. Right. Um That choreography was yeah it was, at one point it was like she was defying gravity cuz it was like she was mm-hmm. twisted jumped down then bounced back up and no limb was hitting the floor i was like what is what is this woman has too much energy
0: well this is the reason why she's in the top 4 you know they could have easily gave her the chop during the last listing but regardless of the Regardless of the results, they have sent girls home before just off of being in the bottom three times. Very seldom do girls survive for lip lip syncs, and this is what they brought. This is, this is why they kept Abby OMGs in. I
1: was about to say Abby OMG ended the trap. It's,
0: right. This is why because the girl because we do know the girl who is going to serve and give us a performance like we deserve and uh, that they need for the show needs to stick around. So Taste ate the girls right on up. Uh, the girls look beautiful. I will say that
1: mm-hmm, they looked good.
0: It looked really spectacular. I, I Here's my problem with the international seasons too. I feel like they have the resources to do it and they never do it because this could have been an even more dynamic performance. I hate the way that they stage the girls where you stand in one position for this entire time where this girl does her verse and then she walks on over and you wrote, you know, one in, one out. Mm-hmm. When we know that they have the capability to stage things that are a little bit more dynamic and it's and we know that we have they, they have the talent in the UK to do that. Look at what they did for season 12. They had three different scenes and they were all dynamic. Girls were coming off the stage and on the stage. So I wish they would give them, I mean, and we know that the, all those girls are not always necessarily dancers. So mm-hmm. I wish they would start to give them a little bit more because it could have been a lot more dynamic. Because the only thing that I really went up for in that performance was when all of the eliminated girls came out.
1: Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. when We saw everybody come out. We saw Tia Coffee come out of her RuPaul drag.
0: Looking like hot ass mess.
1: <laughs> that's your girl, though.
0: You know, I love Tia Coffee. Damn, that's your I, girl. I, I am Tia I am Tia Coffee. I, am Coffee. <laughs> I said Tia. Tia. One thing, Tia, one thing Tia does is have Amazon Prime because Tia will order the shit out of an Amazon costume and say it's going to be here in two days, bitch. You just uh, wait and see, girl. You just wait and see. You have Miss Joe Black and uh, Jenny Lemon in the back for obvious reasons. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, shit, it wasn't like they had a whole bunch of choreography. They smooth had um, handography going on. Was it Canada? they smooth had handography going on this entire
0: time. Was that Canada who started the trend of bringing the old girls back? I don't know. What was it? Oh, I don't know. I think I think it might have been. Either way, I like when they bring the old girls back. Yes. And they smooth had hand, handography going on in the back. But they nailed it. They nailed their little hand, their handography in the back. Mm-hmm.
1: That was just up there. <laughs> Flailer. But it was good oh, damn, to see all them back, no, including, no. including Veronica. It was great to see
0: <laughs> Veronica back and nice and healthy. Mm-hmm. So that was a performance I would like to forget it. Uh, let's no get into to Jane. the
2: fun-
0: <laughs> <I> Miss Cederjine. <Saturday. laughs> Shout out Cederjine. I hope you're doing well. Hope you hope that Only Fans is coming soon. Uh, so let's get into the final runway, darling. So the first one coming down the runway. Look, she has um, refined her panto Dame hair this little up to, she has these, the, um, she made a really excellent reference point that when you have a, a fashion show, the final look is always a bridal look. So she comes down in this beautifully stoned and corseted bridal gown. It has a removable train. Um, it is classic. It is a classic look. I was about to say it's classic, but not quite. Well, no, it kind of is, because it's a punk sort of wedding dress aesthetic.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, it is. It, it fits her. It's sexy. It fits her beautifully, and it's refined. And this is the Bimini that we've been seeing uh, post Penny Proud when the girls came back and we were serving, you know, Bimini came in and said, oh, bitch, I brought fashions.
2: Mm-hmm. So she
0: looks absolutely stunning. I'm very, I'm very, very proud of her and I'm very proud of her as well. Yeah,
1: she looked great. She looked beautiful and absolutely great. I was here for
2: it. hmm.
0: Up next is Miss Ellie Diamond in this tiered cupcake gown. She looks so beautiful. She has the, um, she has this beautiful, she has a cage skirt uh under it. i really i do wish that the gown had hit the floor but we know that ellie is also a smooth eight feet tall there's <laughs> <So, laughs> only with so much fabric in the world if the if the inspiration is glinda the good witch um this was the right way that you do a finale dress and it wasn't chaps <laughs> it better not have been chaps <laughs> she looks absolutely stunning and it was a good um It was a good graduation from being a drag princess into being a drag queen. Absolutely beautiful.
1: Yeah, it was all right. You know I'm not a fan of these kind of dresses. (laughs) I'm not, because you can see the structure. I'm not a fan of that. um, But it was was was, beautiful.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done.
1: No, but it was beautiful. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm never going to go up for this kind of dress.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, up next on the runaway is Miss Lawrence Cheney in the return next. of the trumpet dress.
2: We next. have to talk about it. Stop no. it, is, uh, it is
0: it is um it is the embodiment of the classic RuPaul uh, uh racer suit. It has the race stripes on the side, it's in her signature purple. Um, she's wearing her Rupeter Peter badge and earrings. Um, let's talk about some of the issues with this garment. This is not particularly, I really would have loved more Razzle Dazzle. Out of it, like I think of the Vivian's dress at the end when her her finale dress, everything, everything. it just so wasn't it,
1: special enough. That was, yeah, it, it just wasn't special. Yeah,
0: she's had nicer trumpet gowns to come down the runway. She's the mug is always stamped, she still looks very beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. I would have loved something more. Um, which I'm going to say for the next queen coming out, too, it's Tace. who Tace, is where. Wearing a bejeweled bodysuit with black, is that feathers or fur? Mm, fur, black fur. It looks like a less expensive version of her promo look.
1: I was about to say she likes this, um, this silhouette.
0: I would have loved for taste to have ended on a much higher note in terms of garment. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give her too much because you know the judges already don't love, don't hate her, don't love her, but.
2: <laughs> uh, I,
0: I was not you know i was not particularly thrilled with this this garment coming in my way she came down in her signature long weave mm-hmm. which i thought was everything so
2: yeah she what looked all
0: right wrong? she looked all right just all right and that's not enough for the finale so, let's <laughs> <get this. laughs> so, so talk to us about the judging darling so the did judges I get yes i did oh never mind go ahead
1: What you didn't talk about, RuPaul's beautiful gal?
0: If you want to learn about how what I feel about RuPaul's (laughs) cultural (laughs) moment, head on over to Black Tar Roots Pod, where uh, we talk about episode ninety-five of RuPaul's Drag Race season thirteen, and I get RuPaul together for coming for girls wearing H&M, only for her to not throw any stones on her last two looks.
1: The girls in general all get like favorable critiques. The judges really, and you know, in the finale, the judges really speak to the strengths of what the girls have brought. Right, so they enjoy Bimini's attention to detail, like you said before, where um the finale piece in a fashion show is a wedding dress. They enjoy her rise and her choreography. They um yeah, and they give her props on that, on on um really like coming back to the competition and. You know, see your re- mama reassessing right um right they love lawrence they thought that she stumbled a little bit in a few steps but it's okay because she was able to sell it um they loved it she stuck her repeater badges in everyone's face and used them as accessories um they think that ellie is a phenom um and surprised and is consistently surprising for being as young as she is michelle tried michelle tried it when she was like i don't see this as an ellie diamond look um and then graham norton was like i absolutely see this as an ellie diamond this is an ellie
0: diamond look right, right.
1: this is ellie diamond <laughs> at the finale um right and They love taste. They think that the outfit may not be special enough for a finale look, um, but it is completely taste, and so they love it. Right. The girls then have to participate in the time honored tradition of speaking to their younger selves, um, which Twinkle does not necessarily love. I um, fucking
0: hate it every fucking season. <laughs> well, it's the
1: same, because it's the same thing every season. Well, you gotta, you're going to face yeah. struggle. Things are going to be hard, but, you know, hang in there.
0: Well, let me acknowledge this, too. There are certain when you watch the show, there's just certain components that are not for you. I am fully in my 30s. <laughs> i don't need to see this every season but there is some there is someone who also who might benefit from it so
2: mm-hmm. i
0: don't love it but i understand that it is benefiting a young queer child out there somewhere so to that end go off but i generally yes. do not when this part happens
1: yes yes we did get to see taste um and all of her faggotry that was child. so cute right i loved
0: it mm-hmm little yeah. baby taste with her wig on and just running around fully tall and lanky at uh four years old <laughs> taste was giving I that's like taste are you six foot at four years old what's going mm-hmm. on here mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah so that was that and then the girls go in the back and they get a little surprised, not surprised when they see all of the eliminated queens
0: yes i love i love when we get to see the Queen. <laughs> back to the show. i already said that but i this was this is the best part of the show for me personally because at this point i'm like all right come on get to the end get to the get tell me what's gonna happen let me know let me know let me know so and i need to see if estina mandela is gonna be dressed like she's in a chingy video <laughs> She was not. <laughs> so Lawrence, for some reason, is is uh nervous because ever since the jury of our queers at all star three, anytime they see a girl from the past come back, the girls get shook up. But I think we've had enough exemplars of that not happening anymore. That I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, I'm so excited, just for sure. right? I'm excited to see Veronica Green again, as we talked about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls talk about a little bit of con- have a little bit of conversation about things that happened in the season. We get a resurfacing of this damn storyline about the. Fucking comedy
2: lineup.
0: <laughs> Feeling the only real drama.
1: It was the only real drama that happened. I mean, other than a horror run around being a bitch, but right. it was the only real drama that we had all season.
0: <laughs> they talk about Jenny Lemon walking off and why she left. <laughs> Can I? Mm-hmm. First of all, I love Jenny Lemon and her little her little whatever the fuck they slippers. <laughs> yes, have, Jenny Lemon is everything. Jenny, <laughs> I don't normally go because I don't go up for a girl that normally quits the show, but jenny lemon is punk when we talk about like what punk is it's not just an aesthetic even though she fits that in many of her um camp aesthetics mm-hmm. it is also in action so walking off the show and not giving a fuck i'm surprised to let her back in the room to be honest with you uh <laughs> because rupaul was not happy when, when she walked off the first time
2: Right.
0: joe black looks superb mm-hmm. absolutely it's just it's just everything
2: what so we're gonna ship.
0: Yes, let's let's get into speaking of Joe Black's looks, let's get into all of the looks as we bring back our girls. First up is Cherry Valentine. in her trademark red looks absolutely stunning in this beautiful um hooded look. She is a queen who has mentioned in the past that she's only been doing drag for a total of two seconds, and you cannot tell. She's she really looks superb. And she's a frontline um worker. So yeah go off Cherry Valentine.
1: She's gorgeous. It was it was great.
0: Astina Mandela comes in <laughs> in a black and white um, outfit, not a jersey dress oh. and, and Timberland Manolo Blahniks like we thought. So go off. <laughs> um, I do think she looks beautiful. I would love for her to get into some of the stones because Misty, I, I, I like Estina, but I really would love for her to elevate her jacket a smidge more mm-hmm. to take it where I would take it where um, we want it to be. Miss Jenny Lemon walks on and off of the stage, and RuPaul was ready to snipe her immediately (laughs)
2: from the judge's table. Because
0: RuPaul, (laughs) Jenny fakes walk off the stage again, and RuPaul's like, This this bitch keep on here. She will never work in this town again. (laughs) Veronica (laughs) Green comes out dressed as um, Sailor Jupiter and a mix of Sailor Sailor, um, Venus.
1: Girl, I was over it.
0: (laughs) That's not quite Sailor Jupiter's costume. Those are her colors, though. There may be another anime that I'm not talking about, that I'm not thinking about properly. Now, the person who who came out in the outfit that she actually would have worn in the finale is Joe Black with this full sailboat fascinator piece on her head. Mm -hmm. She's in all red. She's fully bedazzled. This is the kind of drag that we know that Joe Black does and brings to the stage and has brought to the stage in her presentations, with the exception of that pink dress every time she's been on the show so i'm sorry you got deal the raw deal miss joe black but it is what it is they were betting on red not black this season Mm -hmm. speaking of betting on black let's talk about tia coffee and her cultural moment (laughs) Tia, (laughs) she is officially in a full cultural moment this week she's wearing an african print dress i hate saying african print sometimes like what's what's the actual fabric you know
1: no okay
0: and neither does see you she, you know, you know, she fully went on to Amazon and said,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. "She she wrote fake Kente, so I can make this dress." She looks beautiful. The hair—this is the hair that she should have worn for Scary Spice. Um, I will always come back to that point. This is the hair that she should have worn for Scary Spice. Um, she probably could have ditched the red ruffle gloves, but you know,
1: yeah, it was unnecessary.
0: This is Tia Carr, we're talking about, you know, baby steps.
1: Right. Uh,
0: Sister Sister is giving us an homage to Mommy Dearest mm-hmm. in this look. She's wearing a, a curtain Joan, um, Joan Crawford inspired dress, and she has the axe that Christina brought her. I think Sister Sister looks wonderful. She has a finger wave, and um, and you can you can tell Sister Sister uh, spent some money.
1: Yeah, I actually liked her look the best. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, here and there, sister sister has some nice drag, and then we have some points where it doesn't quite work. But I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the camp. Um, I appreciate that she bejeweled her her axe and it didn't look like it was a, a afterthought prop. Yeah. And then lastly you have Miss Ahura in this regal asymmetric number. It was it's, it's slightly reminiscent of that look that Ahura war not Ahura, who Lord have mercy, Aquaria wore during the um Evil twins challenge, the self-service mm-hmm. challenge, mm-hmm. but much more elevated. I love the hint of mint green, and it, uh, I love like the um, it's uh, one leg is high, she has a high, like a, a thigh high on on one leg, and then nothing on the other. I and mean, then she also has a long green glove. Beautiful. you know uh, Miss Ahura uh-huh has only been doing drag for 13 months before coming on the
1: show? <laughs> I don't trust that.
0: Sure. <laughs> it's like a Valentina I've been doing this for twelve months. And right, meanwhile, right. she's been in stage production for a full eight years. Right. So you made a you made a comment. Who of these girls do you think actually wore what they were gonna to wear to the finale?
1: Joe. Maybe mm. Aurora, Maybe mm. sister.
0: Maybe Tia. <laughs> no. Tia probably did bring that to wear to the finale. <laughs> tia <laughs> probably definitely wore that to it to the finale i hope Asina did not bring that to wear to the finale <laughs> she probably
1: did shit you talk about tia probably that's probably what Cena would have worn too
0: <laughs> i was looking forward to seeing the chicago bulls jersey dress personally but <laughs> uh so what i do also love too is that when they brought the girls back they're not all standing fucking shoulder to shoulder and they're on tears this time
1: yeah that was cute though
0: it, in Holland, they got chairs. This this time they got fucking risers, choir risers. <laughs> and they've each been given a queen was it, a queen British eleganza badge.
2: Uh-huh. Another piece
0: of another piece of tinfoil for them to carry around and not get through TSA with. So um after we have all of our sentimental moments, we get the announcement that Ellie Diamond is not going to lip sync for the crown. Shocker. And I thought this was stupid. <laughs> Why? Because if you're going to have taste and Lawrence and Bimini lip sync, you might as well just have fucking Ellie
1: lip sync. No. 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 I thought it was stupid. No. If that was
0: the case, you should have only had two people lip syncing. It no. should have only been Bimini and Lawrence.
1: No. After, how, a how whole was it se- After a whole season, we love Ellie Diamond. After a whole season of Loki giving her the pass. She needs to know that she was not in the final final. So well, no. wait a minute.
0: Well wait we need a minute. To slim this but down. After a whole season of only winning one badge and lip syncing four times, it should have only been Lawrence and Bemini lip syncing.
1: Well, guess what? No, Ellie.
2: Well, no, get, girl, and
1: also that was too well, much outfit. <laughs> that was too much outfit on the goddamn oh, stage to girl, have fuck four that. of them and like then they didn't have, have her Mama to...
0: Queen seven foot. On the <laughs> see, see the back, to, back to my good.
1: point. You you hate Mama Queen.
0: You I don't hate Mama <laughs> Queen. You know I love you. you know just, I go up for Mama Queen. Mama Queen is the only reached... girl I follow from Holland. We're not <laughs> but this argument of this is too much on the runway. Like they ain't not like they did not have six bitches on the runway. Season eleven, let's stick to that damn tired ass Jennifer Lopez song. Girl, don't act like they don't fucking pull the pageant, bitch. And they like if, if, if we're gonna, did they? Did they? <laughs> did they? If we're gonna play the game fair, you know I love Taste. I think mm. she's wonderful. I do not think she did an excellent job in this competition. That's period. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Drag Race is not for everybody. <laughs> Drag Race is not for everybody. <laughs> so I didn't think it was fair to Bimini and Lawrence who did the best. <laughs> you either have them all or have only the two. It just didn't make any fucking sense. Well, Anywho, that's the like the All-Stars
1: 2 when they uh, let the final three lip sync and they gave Roxy the chop.
0: <laughs> no, that was different. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was different. Because <laughs> at that point, what, what was what was the truth though? Detox had done really well. Katia had done really well,
1: okay. and so had Alaska. And they could. You mean
0: to tell me of them three bitches up there? <laughs> two of the girls who stormed the competition, and one just barely made it to the end.
1: Girl, well, shit, let her go. Black excellence.
0: If you would like to talk about Jamal's feelings of black excellence, listen to our first <laughs> episode of Meet the Queens. <laughs> or RuPaul's <laughs> <Diverse> series, too. <laughs> But <laughs> you were talking about bitches letting bitches have it. Anyway, anyway, anyway,
1: anyway. anyway. Where I'm holding girls to account and, and accountability, yes.
0: Anyway, and so am I. <laughs> if you don't perform well in this competition, you don't get the lipstick for the crown. Well, don't what? waste our time.
1: Guess what?
0: Don't waste your time. Anyway, so you got so now you have taste, uh, Bimini and Lawrence lip syncing to this Elton John song, which name? Excuse me, at this very moment. I'm
1: still standing. It's still a standing. Classic. Yeah, it's,
0: it's also sitting right here in my notes. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> sitting right here in my notes. I'm still standing. Uh, Tay, I will. T- I will say, Taze is eating them girls up, and she is performing the house dance which is why, why they I,
1: had her lip syncing.
0: Just because she was, just because she can perform well, doesn't mean she should have been there. Well. Period. Uh, Bimini is fighting her ass off. She is performing. I'm looking at her the entire time, and I look at Lawrence Chaney, and Lawrence, God bless her heart, is up there performing, uh, but not fighting nearly as hard as Tasty Bimini is.
1: Mm -hmm. She's still sad there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just just a a note, if you follow us, y'all, please don't spoil the episode for us. We are in America. Leave that little girl (laughs) alone. I'm not coming for a little girl. I'm just saying please do not add spoilers to our page until we can announce it formally via ISO. She media. was happy that Lawrence won. So the winner of rupaul's Jagger <laughs> Series 2 is Lawrence Chaney. <laughs> yeah. And because Lawrence I have won. my yes, yay. I was, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. You're right. Let me not go on to my next statement, real quick. You're right, Congratulations. <laughs> you give to that Lynch. bitch a second. <laughs> well, because oh, you want to talk about not giving a bitch a second. Y'all should have seen Jamal on Thursday.
1: I gave her plenty of seconds.
0: Jamal <laughs> said, Jamal pl- said, You gonna be on that podcast talking to yourself. I'm gonna put together this bookcase.
1: Child, I gave her plenty of seconds. I gave her several seconds as yeah. as as indicated by the text message when you were watching and sending me multiple texts, and I was giving you nudge. Those were the seconds.
0: You were giving me. That,
1: <laughs> those were the seconds that I gave her.
0: So let's celebrate. First of all, congratulations to Miss Lauren Chaney. I do think it is a deserved win. While Bimini happened to have one more badge than Lauren Chaney, they were otherwise pretty much neck and neck. Um, I think the reason that a lot of people were un- upset is because, have we ever had, when was the last time we had it split like this, where someone is storming the competition in the beginning and then someone else overtakes them at the end? Excuse me. Mm. Plus you have we ever
1: had that yeah we've had
0: that when
1: well no we had a situation where a girl was storming and then she quit and then another girl rose up
2: Mm
1: -hmm. oh Uh, oh excuse me i'm going through it over here um (laughs) (laughs) um i'm trying to think I'm trying to think of people who have
0: won. Yeah, because I mean because here's Well no, Jada's
1: Jada stormed towards the end of her season. Jada was hot in the beginning and then mm-hmm. she faded a little bit. And then the last in the in the final quarter, she started to storm again. So Jada she started to
0: taper on um Gigi. Yeah. In the
2: middle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jada like had a had a, a similar like rise, um, uh, where she really got it to the end and then they just out of nowhere for the first time in the history of a finale gave somebody a challenge win just to give Gigi an extra win um, yeah, what the fuck
0: was that all about
1: <laughs> production to give Gigi like, an what? extra win i said
0: there no one needed to get a fucking win for that like what, why are you wasting my out time? of nowhere
1: um, when have we ever gotten a fucking win exactly in-
0: <laughs> and the and the, the fight and the little the little final lipstick they don't fucking do that bullshit you tried it you tried it um yeah, so the fan, so the Phantom has had a, a mixed response to this, and I think they uh, are, have not. I would say, uh, man- negotiated the reality of in the beginning, someone was the person who won, Lawrence Cheney was storming the girls, and then someone else came and stormed the girls the re- the latter part of the week, and had also shown um, a, a huge growth arc when they were coming back. Like she, did, didn't just come back and storm; she came back and soared the for the entire remainder of the competition so you know good for Lawrence. i'm glad she won uh, well, i think I also that we also think a I think lot we also, of it go ahead. go ahead
1: i think a lot yeah. of it too is a reaction to production like i said before uh-huh. mm-hmm. when production is heavy-handed on shoving a girl down our throats people don't react well it's the same right. thing that happened with Gigi. they overdid it and it was like this is the one this is the one this is the one and slowly but surely over the period of the season people were like "Mm, girl okay maybe you're doing too much like let her win our hearts on her own and i definitely think that um lawrence um did they do a disservice to the girls like that? And that was mm-hmm. and that was partially a reaction too, because they were shoving Lawrence down our throat in the beginning. It was only the Lawrence mm-hmm. show. RuPaul, mm-hmm. the Lawrence was the only, and Ally Diamond pointed this out, how come she gets a special name? You know what I mean? Is it, it was too much, and so yep. I do think that part of the reaction too is a reaction to that because it is a little suspicious that. Um, a girl can be completely overtaken, and then you know what I mean. It's still like, okay, but well, anyway, girl, you're the winner. Right. Um. So I do think that it's a reaction to that as well. Um. I want to mm-hmm. co- I want to correct a part of the fandom real quick. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Train is not the first big girl to win her Winner. winner. you some respect. Say that, say that on, again for the people on the y'all, back. Y'all gonna put some respect on Drag Race Thailand and Natalia. Um, who won season one, who was the first big girl to win any part of this exactly. franchise. So y'all are mm-hmm. not about to do all of that. Um, Lawrence is fabulous. She is our winner. Yes. Um, no hate to her. Oh. But y'all not about to columbus, y'all not about to pull it on uh, Rita Bagger and Columbus some shit from a <laughs> point of color.
0: Right. Cause Rita Bagger is not was would have not been the first Francophone winner, it was actually BB Zahara <laughs> but I will not tolerate that slant. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations. We'll, well, big congratulations for Laura Chang. I do think she deserved it. I think she earned it. We were rooting for Bimini, but I, I legitimately think she earned it. And I'm glad that I'm, I'm proud of her. Good for her.
1: Release the beast, Bimini.
0: Now let's have tea or coffee on All
2: Stars. big girl, next.
0: <laughs> All right, so we have one more thing that we need to talk about before we get done with UK series two, and that is our final wig of the week. So I went back and did a retrospective of all of our wigs of the week. We I saw that, crowned... and one of
1: those was fraudulent. One Which of one? them, I'll try to let me go over to Twitter. Go ahead. Keith. are saying what you're saying. I'm finding No, second. no,
0: no, no, no. So yeah, no, Keith said what, what you're saying because it's gonna take me a so, second. Jamal... Okay, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, we do... So, I went back and did a retrospective to see how, who we crowned the Wig of the Week in UK Series 2. And overwhelmingly, all the wig wins, most of the wig wins have gone to Miss Taste. I think the second... The, uh, with a rough tie have been Bimini and Lauren Cheney. We gave one to Sister Sister and one to Veronica Green. We
1: didn't so, give
0: uh, that to um, Tia Coffee. Y- <laughs> Yeah. yes, I gave her one for her Alan Turing wig. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, if Taste won nothing else, she did win the Queen of uh, the Wig of the Week, and she is another Queen who once. She- there, there's this theory that RuPaul hates Taste, <laughs> and I, th- I think that RuPaul sees Taste and see sees somebody who would not come to her a role.
2: Taste-
0: <laughs> Let's not, you're getting a little crazy. Let's not go down that path. Uh, I think she sees a queen who can nudge it a little bit further over the top and she would be way more excellent than the rest of the queens. I think she's she's worried about Tace stalling where she is. That's what I feel like I see when RuPaul talks to Tace. And Chase T- mm. is also young. taste is 26. She still had time to grow and be fully realized. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I looked up, she's another queen who I would love to see on All Stars. So my final wig of the week, I think I'm going to have to give it to, Oh, I have two. I really loved Bimini's finale wig. It was a more refined version of her, her uh, Dame wig. Uh, and it was more fashion. And then I also really like Ellie Diamonds. Yeah, Bimini's was
1: the best for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, my least favorite wig was Tia Coffee and the Challenge. <laughs> Which can't have a be- She had two wigs. <laughs> Which one? You can't have a bitch beard and be a be front to front and fucking center and be a look at a mess at the damn front.
1: <laughs> Which, uh, you're talking about you talking but about her blonde Ball wig?
0: Yeah, that blonde one was terrible. Which one was fraudulent? Did you find the receipts?
1: Don't do that. She was having a cultural moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think she needs to go ahead and dial back that cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> Which wig that, that it was fraudulent? Which
1: one? Oh, never mind. I thought I saw a fraudulent
0: one. It wasn't there. Try it. You see, you see what I'm talking about, y'all? I did my research when I pulled together that post. <laughs> what about you? Oh, you already said it, Feminate. You have a worse wig?
2: Um,
1: um... Worse wig worst wig uh who i'm trying to think of what the other girls gave
0: the girls I mean, kind of uh, came in their game
1: kinda. i mean it's not veronica um
0: <laughs> a minus game <laughs> <laughs> Bronica said. Bronica mm-hmm. went over to Tia. She's like, Tia, you about to put an order in on Amazon? Go ahead and order that Sailor Moon costume for me, girl. We've been looking at that for the last couple of days.
1: Worst wig of the week. Vinegar motherfucking strokes. Because you are trying it right now, and I need you to get it together. And that's oh, all. I okay. Remember. Wait.
0: Let's spend some time fucking talking about that. So, <laughs> because you want to, you want to you want the real tea. The tea was not Lawrence Cheney winning this competition. <laughs> so, there was this interview. It is, it is, um, vinegar strokes. Tia coffee. And who else is there?
1: Um, jiggly caliente
0: Yeah, so J- jiggly looked good too brother she was stunning mm-hmm. vinegar strokes let have on taste okay <laughs> she said she said i don't want to see taste for brunch i want to see drag race taste i don't want to you know and by the way she sucked off a whore to get the costume so she could be in the show ch- and i said no miss vinegar strokes first and it foremost, was going in and vinegar you cannot come for anybody's fashions on rupaul's drag
1: race okay the queen of hodgepodge the self-branded hodgepodge
0: you had no look that was cute on the show mm-hmm. that was elevated and that didn't look like a brunch look that is not a fair assessment of taste you can say that her performance might have been not of the level of drag race was neither was yours because guess who got sent home what fourth no third, third. guess who got sent home third you, the me, me. I'm first of the competition. Mm. Two, I love vinegar strokes, but that was personal.
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: of that was personal, and it was unprofessional. Mm-hmm. You can say that I do not think she is delivering a drag race worthy performance. It's, it's not, you know, not elevated from what she does. That's right. fine. That's a critique. That's a criticism. You were personal, and you brought a horror into it, which makes me think that they all three have some sort of beef. <laughs> and the other, and the third part of that is, where is the smoke for sister sister?
2: <laughs> just a, a, a sister, a sister Cause what's just, your secret? Because just
0: because that's your best friend doesn't mean that your best friend didn't have a couple of missteps on the show too. So don't, don't come on to your know, interview and, and and start showing your ass like that.
2: Yeah, especially well, with Jackie,
0: Jackie Cox on your motherfucking heels every week.
1: <laughs> right, especially with Jackie Cox replacing you
0: full on. Right. Yeah, that, that was really unbecoming of her. And I, I hope that they sit down and hash that out. She apologizes. I thought that was really unprofessional. fucking
2: mm-hmm.
1: It was just random and crazy.
0: And on the day, was it the day of the finale coming out or the day before? <laughs> I think it was the day before. <laughs> also, whoever, whoever conducted that interview sabotaged you, bitch, because they should have kept that shit right under wraps. Well, it was a live stream. <laughs> Oh my God. Vinegar strokes.
1: <laughs> it was a live stream.
2: Mm.
0: Well, now I need the tea. So any of our UK listeners, if you know what the tea is between taste or horror and, uh, miss <laughs> vinegar strokes, contact us at black to our roots on Twitter and on Instagram. We are black to our roots pod.
1: Bitch is jealous. That's the tea Period.
0: I want details, girl. I want timeline. I want dates. Bitch, I want documents. Unclassified. She's jealous. <laughs> That's the thing. See, if you, if, you, if you are in the position of vinegar strokes, you need to be jealous of Tia Coffee. Because <laughs> if y'all both give the exact same thing with the exact same fashion, and she made it a little further, you may want to come for bitches a little closer on your love.
1: Right. My anyway, sister, what's
0: your secret? <laughs> I say that I'm gonna keep it. The, my personal favorite from that group was Hello my darlings. I'm here to hunt you. <laughs> so black. Well,
2: you nice know who. to
0: meet you. And you, guess what? This cat witch is black back.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know who, who who that was not their favorite.
0: <laughs> I'm a Cap Cow. You're a Cap Cow stunning. Yes. Um so let's tell the listeners where they can find us. First of all, thank you all so much for continuing to rock with us. This was our first ever UK series that we've done with the show, and we are getting really, really close to our one-year anniversary, January fifth. Jamal, are you excited? Wow. 5th. <laughs>
1: I was about to say we get close to January fifth, girl.
0: You know, little time as a microcosm that doesn't even exist anymore. And the uh, the uh, the Panda Rosa Uh Jamal. It is June the fifth. Is when we first started this podcast. Uh, one of us got a little tipsy and said, "Let's download this episode of podcast." And here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the girls. A Here's a clue: one on, of us don't drink. <laughs>
1: and, and to celebrate our anniversary, we'll be downloading Paramount Plus.
0: <laughs> I'm still trying to get them to sponsor us. I don't know how that's gonna work. But
2: whoop, whoop, whoop.
0: If I bully them enough, maybe, maybe they'll do it. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in for Series 2. We hope you all enjoyed our, um, our Black-ass opinions on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I think we come with a lot of really great deep knowledge, and I hope you've been enjoying that. Um, tune in as we cover Drag Race España, Drag Race Down Under, and soon, but not yet announced, Drag Race South Africa if you want to find us and engage with us we are on twitter at black to our roots and we live tweet the show every friday night so make sure you engage with us send us a message we love to talk with our fans we are not those kind of girls mm-hmm. we want to kiki with everybody baby and where can they find us on instagram darling?
1: they can find us at black to our roots pod on instagram
0: that's god mm-hmm. right, well, well one last time i'm twinkle motherfucking
2: Fucking toes. and i'm jamal We love you. Bye.